Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alexander News Show for November 3rd. It's a special edition of the show. Let's discuss elections 2020. We got the national elections. We've got congressional, senate races from different states, different parts of the country. And we got the main election, presidential election, Trump versus Biden. And of course, we got the local elections. We got some commission races. We got some, uh, we got the mayor race. Of course, we got some Senate races as well, but I'm not going to get into this whole, all the elections. I wrote some election predictions on my Twitter and I made my predictions already with some of the, you know, the local races. And the main one that matters is the presidential election. In about two hours, the polls will be closing and we are going to know the results, the early results of the national and the local races right off the bat because of the huge number of absentee absentee ballots that have gone in and mail by vote ballots and the people that have gone out and voted today we might have a result for the presidential race tonight by 10 11 o'clock Easter standard time then again we may not know anything until tomorrow or for days you can expect court challenges there's a lot of cheating and mostly it's from the Democrat side. We're going to know the mayor's race for sure tonight. And I've made my predictions already. We're going to go over that real quick. I'm going to go over with you some of the presidential polls. Again, if there's any indication, Trump has closed the gap significantly. And as a matter of fact, his chances of winning the presidency has drastically improved. And I made my predictions. Now, I want you to listen. This is what you, you see, ladies and gentlemen. You haven't voted yet. You're going to go out in the next two hours and vote. You probably voted already. Now, if you voted for uh, Joe Biden, he, he you're not going to vote for him. You're voting for the most communist, naked communist in the Senate. More than Bernie Sanders. You went ahead and you voted for the death of our country. If you voted for Trump, you did a great, you've made a great choice. Because our country will, will be saved He's going to continue to fight against the Chinese who have stolen our intellectual property. And he's going to make sure that we have law and order. And I believe really strongly that Trump will now crack down on Antifa and BLM thugs and more than likely finish them forever. And that's what we want in our country. We want law and order. We do not want lawlessness. I am sick and tired of these thugs burning our buildings down. And so let me give you, let me give you the man that created the 110-page Communist Manifesto. Do you have any idea? I mean, this guy says that Donald Trump is the worst president in U.S. history. Mr. Bernie Sanders, let me get to him in a minute. I want you to listen to this clip right here of Bernie Sanders. It's a little tape delay here. Give me a second. Organize our people to make sure that Biden becomes the most progressive president since FDR. Can you hear that? Did you hear that? Of course he will become the most progressive president since FDR. I mean, and you know, for this piece of trash, Marxist. Oh, I'm, I'm for jobs. Oh, I'm for jobs. I'm for the little people. 
I'm for the little people. Oh, yeah. You, Mr. Bernie Sanders, Mr. Diehard Communist, most dangerous man in political history. You are the man that has shut down assembly plants. You are the man that will advocate for millions of illegal immigrants to come into our country and steal American jobs. You are nothing but a fraud, okay, Mr. Bernie Sanders? Let me remind you, Mr. Bernie Sanders, that Woodrow Wilson was a racist and a segregationist. Let me remind you, Mr. Bernie Sanders, Franklin Roosevelt is a diehard socialist. You can even say he was a communist. And he's probably the communist of the American political system. Did you know that Mr. Franklin Roosevelt rounded up Japanese and Japanese Americans and put them in camps, prison camps? Did you know that Mr. Woodrow Wilson used uh, shut down newspapers and used the IRS and FBI as a weapon? Did you know this, Mr. Bernie Sanders? Mr. Communist? The one that wrote a 110 manifest page manifesto, what I call the Communist Manifesto. Did you know that Mr. Woodrow Wilson was a racist? Did you know that Franklin Roosevelt also sent back during World War II a ship of Jews, full of Jews, that wanted to come to our country, and he sent them back. He said, well, no, 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 I'm not going to allow you to come in. And they, he returned them back, and they were, their ship was sunk, and hundreds of Jews died, thanks to Mr. Franklin Roosevelt. So is Donald Trump the worst president in U.S. political history? No, he's not. It's Woodrow Wilson. It's Franklin Roosevelt. We can also say the same for Jimmy Carter, who who, uh, gave away the Panama Canal. Please, why would you do that? It happens to be the Democrats that start all the wars. Thank you, Henry, Henry Truman. Thank you, Mr. Roosevelt. Thank you, Mr. JFK. They're the ones, and they are the party, the Democrats are the party of war. Now, Trump, on the other hand, has brought our troops back home, little by little, from Afghanistan, from Syria, from Iraq. He pulled out all the stops to make a peace deal between the Israelis and the United Arab Emirates. He just did one with Sudan and then another Muslim country. Historic. You're not going to see that anywhere in the communist news media. And so you got two choices. If you haven't already, you still have a little bit of time to go out and vote. This show will be up in about an hour. By the way, we're going to discuss. Again, this is a special show. It's Elections 2020. On my Twitter, I made some predictions. Local races and, of course, the national presidential race. But I'm talking presidential right now. You have a choice, life or death. If you vote for, if you want life, you vote for Trump. You're going to get law and order. And, and if he gets elected, he's going to crack down on the Antifa thugs for sure. Forget it. It's, it's done. We're going to have some peace and tranquility in our communities for once and for all. No more of this lawlessness. If you vote for Biden, which will be Harris, the most communist, naked communist there is in the U.S. Senate, you are going to get lawlessness in our country. I read to you a little bit 
experts experts of the tibbets, I like to say. I can't say the word experts, so I'll just say tibbets of the Communist Manifesto. I read to you that as far as law and order is concerned, they will defund the police. I read to you that it's in that manifesto. We went over it in a couple of shows ago. I read to you that cash bail will be eliminated. The rapist that rapes three or four women, he all he'll have to do is just promise that he'll show up to court. Defunding the police in favor of social workers and, and therapists. So they're going to send social workers and therapists. When you call 911, that's what you're going to be getting. You're not going to be getting the police. God forbid if there's any gunshots that open. I mean, that's the insanity. The insanity of the Democrat Party, the Communist Party USA. So ladies and gentlemen, we got two choices here. You vote for life or you vote for death. I read to you the Communist Manifesto. Manifesto of Bernie Sanders, the co-author of it is AOC, and then you got, of course, Tlaib, and, you know, and Omar, the most dangerous women in U.S. history right now. They will destroy this country. I can tell you right now, if Biden wins the presidency, our country will be destroyed. It will never be the same. If you thought Obama was bad, Obama's a baby communist compared to what's going to get elected. I have a friend of mine who I talk to. He's an older individual. I li- I actually like to talk with him about politics and he's telling he voted for Biden and he t- and and I and I and I try to tell him I try to tell him, "Look, I I respect your your ideology, your beliefs because he really hates Trump." And I totally understand, but you do not know what's going to happen after Biden gets elected. You know that you're going to pay higher taxes. You know that you are going to have to, you're going to end up paying higher electricity rates eventually. If they pass this Green New Deal, you're going to have crime go up because the war on the police is going to start. The moment that Biden gets in office and it will be Harris, it won't be Biden because Biden's not running the show. It's, it's Harris and the people that from the San Francisco political machine that are going to run this country. The Communist Party USA is going to run this country. Biden is nothing. He is he is a, 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 a pretty much short of being a dead man. He's senile. When you hear him speak, I feel bad for the old man. He's not going to run this country. It's going to be Harris and the police are going to be on the edge. The moment that happens, police will not be able to do their jobs. Any law enforcement officer in this country is either going to say, I'm going to quit my job, or they're going to be like, they're not going to do their job correctly, because how can they? They're going to be on the edge of their car seats. And the morale is going to go down to the floor, six feet under. Crime will go up. There will be no cash bail. You're talking about education. School choice will go away. They will not fund any more charter schools. Private schools will not be able to give any more vouchers unless they put up the money themselves. And that's not going to happen. It's the government that pays for the vouchers. 
So if you have a child who lives in a bad area, they're gonna have to go to that broken down public school that's in their corner of the house. How about that? that so go ahead and vote for Biden. Go ahead and vote for him. You stupid liberals, I'm sorry. You're not being rational. If I call you stupid, don't take it personal. I voted for Trump. As imperfect as he is, as a little bit of a divider that he is, as a little bit of a liar that he is, I'll still take him any day because there's no other choice. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote for the other guy. Who else? Or Kenyon West? Give me a break. Really? I'm going to write myself in. Come on. Come on. Really? And so that is the choice. You got to make that decision. You the voter. I made my choice already. I voted for Trump. Now, are you going to vote for the Marxist? Are you going to vote for the communist? The death of this country? Or are you going to vote for the continuation of this country to go in the right path, in the right direction? Then you vote for Trump. So let's discuss some of the races that I predicted. Before we go any further, I'm going to give you the latest polls right now. If it's any indication Trump has closed the gap, it is a fact. I am going by the real, real clear politics, the, R, the RCP polls. It's an indication. Now, I'm not 100% believer in polls. I'm, I believe the polls 50%. So, in Ohio, right now, Trump is up by 1.0. Okay? That's the latest polls right now. That's Ohio. If we go to the battle state of Pennsylvania, which more than likely is going to be the one that that decides the race. Right now, the latest poll is has got Biden up by 1.2. Okay, and he's gone up, and again, that's very very tight. If you want to go into Arizona, it's practically a tie, pretty much. Biden's only up by 0.9. And if you want to think about the battle state of Florida, Biden is up by 0.9. It's tight. There's a margin of error. And I'm going to tell you my predictions. I'm going to I'm going to get right to it. I'm going to tell you who's going to win, who's going to lose, and then we're going to discuss the local races, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to discuss the local races. So I'm going to tell you the states. Let's talk first about the the presidential real quick and I'm going to get to the local stuff. This is Elections 2020. You can listen to this show Alexander News Show on most podcast platforms including iHeartRadio iTunes Spotify, Stitcher I'm just letting you all know and you can email this show at alexandernewsshow at gmail.com alexandernewsshow at gmail.com and follow the show Go to my Twitter because I already made some predictions. I already made my final predictions. Alexander News as H. So let me get to the bottom of the show. So my prediction for the 2020 presidential election. Let me tell you what I wrote. Joe Biden will win the popular vote by uh, by about four to six million. But he will lose the electoral. So I'm going to tell you what state Biden will win. Biden will win Michigan. He'll win Wisconsin, Nevada, New Hampshire, and Maine, both districts. Now I'm going to tell you what Trump, this is how Trump's going to win. And, and this is basically, I feel, I'm going to tell you something. I feel pretty confident that this is what's going to be the outcome. 
It's going to be a, it's a very tight, close race, much closer than when Trump ran against Clinton in 2016. OK, but I believe and, it, and maybe the race is not going to be decided tonight. It may not be decided tonight. It could be. But I will tell you the states that Trump will win. Florida, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Texas, Ohio. And he's also going to win North Carolina. I didn't put that one in there, but he's going to win North Carolina. And it will be Trump with 280 electoral votes. Biden will have 240. Something around that neighborhood. Numerical order. He'll have just enough to win the presidency four more years. It will be very tight. All these states that Trump wins, will he'll win between one to five percentage points. That is my prediction. That is my prediction. So all you leftist voters that voted for Biden, don't worry. You'll be forgiven because Trump's going to win another four more years in office. Now, I'm going to give you a clip of Kamala Harris. I have one more thing I want to mention and we're, we're going to discuss the local races. Give me one second and I'll be right back. Alright, so I got this video about uh, Kamala Harris. It's a, it's, a, it's like a little cartoon clip uh, talking about equality. And I would like for you to listen to it. Uh, you know, Miss Kamala Harris is the most naked communist in the U.S. Senate. I mean, I wish that Biden would have gotten Amy Klobuchar, Tammy Duck, Duckworth. But he got, I mean, more, more mild, liberal, Democrat woman. And so I want you to listen to this video. It's a cartoon. I, I, please listen to it. Put the clip up, please. Equality suggests, oh, everyone should get the same amount. The problem with that, not everybody's starting out from the same place. So if we're all getting the same amount, but you started out back there and I started out over here, we can get the same amount, but you're still going to be that far back behind me. It's about giving people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. Economic playing field. That's the that's the communist. Uh, <laughs> that's what that's what you're gonna vote for. So let me see. I went to school. I went to the university for four years, busted my ass to study to become a business administrator. Okay, I got my degree, and I go and I work, apply for a company. But I get turned down in favor of a a thug, a loser, who didn't go to college, didn't study anything, and he just gets the job handed to him because he's a black man. Okay, okay. So that uh, let me give you another comparison. It's kind of it's kind of uh, it's not exactly the way this video is, but it's kind of similar. Let's say I apply for the football team, and I am. Very athletic, and I'm six foot two, and I weigh 210 pounds, and I um, and I want to be on the football team as a wide receiver. But I'm going against an individual that's five foot eleven, five foot ten. He's a black guy, okay, another another kid, black kid, and 
but he's 5'10", 5 5'9". 5 now, granted, I'm much taller than him, much more athletic. I'm like 215, 220 pounds. This guy's 5'9", and he's 190 pounds. A little bit overweight for someone that's 5'9". I run a 4'3", but he runs a 5'5", in the 40-yard dash. So because he's black, he gets in the football team. He gets to make the team, and I don't. Why? Because I'm a white guy. So the Communist Manifesto, this is what Kamala Harris is preaching. Communism is this. This is what she's preaching on the video. To have an equal playing field for everybody. It doesn't matter if you go to college and study for six years. It doesn't matter if you busted your chops, your ass, and you you became a business owner. The guy that didn't do anything also has to be in the same level as you that you busted your ass and you worked extremely hard. Okay? So this video, and it came out in in the, you know, she put it out on Twitter on Sunday. I'm going to read to you the article from the New York Post. A video made and shared by Democrat uh, presidential candidate Kamala Harris is causing a stir on Twitter. Of course it's going to cause a stir. For arguing in favor of the communist principle of equality of outcome. Equality of outcome. Everybody is in the same place, the same playing field. Okay? So in the cartoon, both men are given the same length rope. The problem, however, is that the white man is standing in the end of the rope while the black man is in the bottom of a cliff and unable to reach the rope. The California senator narrates the video in which she begins by saying, so there's a big difference between equality and equity. Equality suggests, oh, everyone should get the same amount. That's the communist way of thinking, and that's in their Bible. The problem with that is everybody's starting out from the same place. So if we're all getting the same amount, but you started out back there, and I started out over there, over here, we could get the same amount, but you're still going to be that far back behind. Me, she said, as the white man climbed the mountain, while the black man watched from below, as Harris continues, the ground in the, in the video begins to rise up, allowing the black man to reach the rope for and for both men to reach the mountain summit. It's about giving the people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. So she, uh, she said as the video ended, Okay, so the Mrs. Harris is basically saying that if you go to school for seven years, or better yet, if you go to school for 10 years, you become a doctor, and you apply to be a doctor at a, at a major hospital, and you're going against a black man that maybe studied for five years, he's not a doctor, but I'm just making an example. Well, the black man's going to get the job as the doctor she's basically preaching to strengthen and broaden affirmative action which has been completely abused it's been completely abused the system you know it's been it's completely over rated and it has not worked because a lot of white men have been passed up 
of really good jobs and it's discriminated against the white men and the white Latino in favor of the black men. Now, granted, I am a, I'm not a racist and I, and all oh, because you're a racist because you said that. No, because there is going to be some, there is some discrimination still against blacks in the work field, but so is there with against the white guy. And as far as equality is concerned, this is a communist way of thinking. It doesn't matter if you study for 10 years in college, university. You're still, the loser that didn't do 10 years is still going to be in the same playing field as you that you studied for 10 years. It doesn't matter if you're athletic and you're strong. You may, you're still going to be in the same field and the same place, everything, as the, as the person, as the man that's overweight or the woman that's overweight. And doesn't have the same attributes as you do. That's what Harris is preaching. So that's the communist manifesto. That's what you're going to get as your president of the United States. There you go. She gave it away. So if you want the oil industry, the petroleum industry, fracking to end. If you want to have everybody in this country, everybody to be in an equal footing playing field. Then you vote for the for, for Her, uh, Biden slash Harris. Let the Communist Party USA reign supreme in this country and destroy our country. It is called death. But if you want to continue to fight and be ambitious for what, which which for what the American dream, because you'll still have a chance. All you got to do is work your ass off, study, and we teach our kids that you have to study. And you have to do what I did because I went to school and I studied to be what I am today. I'm a therapist. I have my own business. Then you go and you vote for Trump. You vote for life. So I read to you the polls. The gap has closed. Let me give you my predictions on the local races. Let me give you my predictions. I already told you Trump's going to win. I predicted that. You can go to my Twitter and find out more and read more. I told you he's going to win North Carolina. He's going to win. I didn't write North Carolina on Twitter, but I'm already telling you on the show. He's going to win Arizona. He's going to win Georgia. But by between one to five percentage points. Biden's going to win Wisconsin. He's going to win Michigan. But he's not going to win. He's going to win New Hampshire. And yeah, he'll win California because of the illegal, illegal alien votes. By the way, if you want... Millions of illegal immigrants to come in and take our jobs. Go ahead and vote for Biden. But if you want to make sure that you'll keep your job and more jobs are going to get created, and you vote for Trump, for as, as immoral as imperfect as he is. I already made my prediction. So let's talk about the Miami-Dade County local races. Then, if I have a little bit of time, I'll discuss with you who I think is going to win in some of the Senate's races across the country. So Miami-Dade mayors. Race prediction. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell you that real quick. Let me get to the part where I think. Oh, even congressional. Let's talk about the congressional. So the Florida 27th congressional race. I wish the Republicans would have put a much better candidate, but they ended up putting the crazy lady Maria Avira Salazar. So I believe that Dennis Shaleda will get reelected. She will win, though. I do believe it'll be much closer to what my friend said. Because he said by 20 percentage points. I think she'll win by between 7 to 10 percentage points. So Donna Shaleda, the, the woman 
that treated, mistreated the workers at UM when she was the head of the University of Miami. Yeah, that's what you're going to get as your con congresswoman. So she'll get two more years in the Congressional District 26. So Florida Congressional District 27th race. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry, not the 26th district. It's the 27th Congressional race where Donna Shaleta will get to win between 7 by seven to 10 percentage points over Maria Avira Salazar. Okay, the woman that treated the UM workers real bad. So you're, she'll get two more years. So she's, har she's horrible. She's just a horrible congresswoman. Maria Salazar, I wish the Republicans would have put a much better candidate. So let's go and talk about the 26th congressional race between the fake Republican. So that was the 27th I just mentioned to you. Congress race district 26, Florida congressional district 26 race. So we mentioned the, 20, the Florida 27th congressional race. Shaleda will win the 26th race. I'm predicting that the fake Republican Carlos Jimenez will lose, but it's going to be very, very close. Debbie Merkinson Powell will win the race by about six percentage points over the fake Republican. My reasons I gave on Twitter was because he's just a horrible Miami-Dade mayor in every aspect. Voters remember this. And you're going to get, and by the way, because also Miami-Dade County, the district, most of Homestead, South Miami-Dade, and unincorporated areas, that is all Republican stronghold, uh, Democrat stronghold. There's too many Democrats there. The dynamics has shifted in favor of a Democrat. I don't believe this will ever be a Republican stronghold again. Congressional district. I just don't see how that can be. So the fake Republican, Carlos Jimenez, will not win. So we're going to move on to some of the other local races. So for city, oh, let's talk about District 7. So I, I gave you my predictions. Debbie will get reelected. Debbie Merkinson Powell will get elected, reelected. Florida Congressional District 26. Florida District Congressional District 27th race. Shalita will win. Miami Dade County. Let's talk local here. Before I talk about the Miami-Dade race, Miami-Dade District 7, okay, I believe it's going to be Raquel Regalado versus Cindy Lerner. Now, I believe Cindy Lerner will win, and she'll win this race by a very close margin. I would say by about one to three percentage points, Cindy Lerner will win this race. This is the district commission district that is currently led by Xavier Suarez the 1996 Honda Civic where is Xavier Suarez by the way oh yeah he's not he does he's not relevant anymore okay hopefully he'll retire and stay away okay so let's move on to so Lerner will win district 5 this is sad it's going to be a sad day for the people that live in that district because unfortunately it's going to be Rainier Diaz de la Partilla versus Commissioner Hailing Higgins Higgins is going to win. I would say by about 10 percentage points, she'll win this race. And you'll continue to have widespread poverty in this woman's district. She is just a horrible, horrendous commissioner. I'm going to do, I'm going to say the same thing. My city of Miami commissioner, Keon Hardiman is going to win district three race against that Brian Dennis guy. I don't know anything about Brian Dennis. The only thing I do know is that the people of that district are not going to get a break. Unfortunately, they're not going to get a break. And it, uh, 
It's a sad. It's going to be a sad day. That's all I can say. I mean, Keno Hardiman. If you go into his district, city, and I put some videos of of, of his district in my uh, Twitter, and you can see some videos. You can see the poverty, the legal dumping, graffiti, abandoned buildings. That's city of Miami, Commissioner Keon Hardiman's district in the city of Miami, and 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 it's going to be the district of uh, Audrey Edmondson, who has the district. The same way as Hardeman in his city. Abandoned buildings, graffiti, widespread poverty, high crime. Keon Hardeman is not gonna do anything. He is a he is a con man. Con man through and through. He's just in there for the money. So he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna win District 3 race, unfortunately. That I mean, these are recyclable uh, politicians. So let's talk about the Senate races before I talk about the Miami Day Rayer race. If you ask me about Lindsey Graham going up against that other guy. No, he'll win re-election. I think, I think the Senate will go into the Republican hands, stay in, in the Republican hands. By, it's gonna the gap is gonna close significantly. I think that when it's all said and done, it'll be 51-49, the balance of power in the Senate. The Congress, Congress, uh, the Democrats. I mean, I think the Republicans will get some seats. They'll pick up a few more seats, but it's still gonna be control of the Democrat Party. And I think that. Um, I really believe that um, Lindsey Graham will get reelected. I think that girl, that lady, I forgot her name from Maine, is going to get reelected. I believe that, uh, like I said, I do believe that North Carolina is going to flip. The Senate seat, Colorado is going to flip, and Arizona is going to flip. But uh, I still believe that the Republicans will retain control by a slim majority. 51 49. Trump will get reelected. So let's talk about the Miami Dade mayoral race. The vagina commie versus the law and order, Mr. Esteban Bovo. So I see Mr. Bovo, and I wrote this on my Twitter. Mr. Bovo is going to win Hialeah, Miami Lakes, Doral, Westchester, Kendall areas easily. The people that live there, he's going to win it. And if you want to add a couple of the people that live in uh, Little Havana, he's going to win that little area there of Little Havana. That little area right there, maybe uh, in a part of Flagami. But then Cobb is going to win the South Miami-Dade, Homestead, Miami Beach, Aventura, North Miami-Dade area. And you're talking about including Audrey Edmondson and Mona Stein's area, which is the unincorporated area of North North Dade which I call Northwest Miami-Dade as well. Don't confuse it with his district, which is Palm Springs North, to which Bobo's going to win. Kyle's going to win the black vote big time. And the reason I put it like this is this way. Kyle has a much bigger terrain uh, area of voters, and I'm predicting that Kyle's going to win. I'm just Based on what I'm reading to you, you already know that I'm saying Kyle's going to win. So Kyle... It's got a much bigger terrain. Like I said, Miami-Dade is split like this. 30%, the way the voters, overall voters in Miami-Dade works is 30% are Republicans, 55% are Democrats, 15% are independents. So let's say Bovo got 15% of the independent vote and 30% of the Republican vote, it would still be 45%. Kava will have Okay, Miami-Dade has 30% Republican, 55% because all Democrats that are in Miami-Dade County, most of them 
I don't think there's going to be many Democrats that would vote for Bovel. I really don't. I don't. I don't see that happening. If Bovel got 15% of the independent vote and 30% of the Republican vote, he would still have 45%. Kava would have easily 55% of the Democrat vote. Let's say that 5% of the voters in, in Miami-Dade are, you know, out of the 55, 5% of the Democrat voters voted for Bovel. Kava would still win. It, it would be 50-50. Let's put it to you this way. It would be 50-50. But Kava would probably still slightly eke out a victory over Bovo only because it's going to be very hard for 5% out of the 55% registered voters who are Democrat. 5% of that 55 is going to go to Bovo. I just don't see it happening. I don't see that happening at all. Maybe even if 5% were to vote, the numbers are still not in Bovo's favor. And more in Kava's favor because it won't happen. You will not get 5% of the Democrat voters that are in Miami-Dade voting for Bovo. You might get 2 to 3%. 2 to 3%. And a lot of the independents, they're going to go and they're going to vote for... It's going to be split. They're, all gonna, they're not all going to vote for Bovo. You'll have some... I would say half of the independents will vote for Kava and the other half will vote for Bovo. The numbers are just not there. And so, in that, in this case, that's why I am pulling and I'm looking at, basically, so my overall prediction is, let me see, I believe, uh, let me, I wrote this down, I believe that by 12 percentage points, Kava's going to beat Bobo. And it's sad, because you know that if she wins election... It will become the start of the downward spiral of Miami-Dade County. Miami-Dade County will go to hell. I can tell you, I've had shows about this, and I already, I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's sad as it is. But I am, look, I am not a bootlicker. I don't kiss ass, and I'm not beholden to anybody. And I'm telling you right now, okay, that if I, if I had any belief that Bova had a chance to win. I would predict his victory, but he's not going to win because of the fact I know he won the first round against, well, he didn't win. Did he win the first round against Kava? He got more votes than Kava. I think he got slightly more votes in the first round in primaries against Kava. But you got to remember that only 30,000 registered voters that vote every single year, those are the ones that vote regularly every year for every election were the ones that came out and voted. So not all the Democrats came out and voted in this in this election, in the primary. In this presidential election, all the Democrats that didn't show up to vote in the primary, they're voting in this election today. And in the past couple of weeks, absentee ballots and mail-in ballots, they're Democrats. Miami-Dade has the Democrats, and I wrote this down, 55 to 60% of the registered voters are Democrat. 30% are Republican, and I wrote, I think, 10 to 15% are independent. Those are the ones that show up and are voting. I already voted or voted today. And I can tell you right now, as I'm sitting here doing the show, that Kyle is going to win because of that. For that reason, there's just too many Democrat voters. Miami-Dade doesn't have enough Republican 
voters. Now, by 12 percentage points, that's a pretty decent number. You know, when you're considering that Miami-Dade has less Republicans and more Democrat voters than Republicans, and you have some independents, and then half of the independents that are voters will vote for Bobo, the other half will vote for Cava. You know what you're going to get. The result is, I think it's going to be by 12 percentage points. I don't have an exact number. It could be 45 to 33 percent, or it could be 55 to 40 uh, to 43 percent. I have no idea. I know there's high voter turnout, but that's just my prediction. And Miami Day is going to go hell. It's going to go to hell. I, I've already mentioned this. I've shown you videos of Cavas's district. It's not enough to you know. All you got to do is see her video, the videos on my YouTube channel, Alexander News Show, and you'll see her district. Go to my Twitter, Alexander News SH. You're going to see the illegal dumping. You're going to see the abandoned buildings. You're going to see the grass growing on the canal. She claims to be an environmentalist. This lady, this creature is going to raise our taxes under the guise that she needs to implement some new environmental projects to save under the guise of climate change. She's going to want to pay for people's uh, septic tanks to be taken out and maybe replaced with something else. So she, taxes will be raised for that. She's going to want to defund the police. It's going to be crazy in this town. It's going to be crazy. The only way we'll be able to take her out is if there is a recall effort. So that's the that's it. That's it. And I've given you my predictions, ladies and gentlemen. The elections are here. In about an hour and a half, we're going to know the results. This is the Alexander News Show. I will be back in a few days to discuss the post-election results. Post-election results. These are pre my predictions. And I gave you my take on what's going to happen. I only pray that there's no mob violence. There's no rioting. It's interesting. In the design district of my city, Miami, they've closed up shop. They boarded up a lot of the businesses. And in Washington, D.C., they're doing that same thing. They boarded up a bunch of businesses. I only hope to God that if there's law and, you know, if there's lawlessness and people go out there, the Antifa thugs and these BLM thugs, that Trump makes, uh, puts, puts, you know, basically uh, signs a decree for, you know, basically declares martial law. And I hope to God that that happens. And he sends the military out and crushes these thugs. Because it's these thugs that are going to cause the problems. And there's been reports of that going on. As, as a matter of fact, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Drudge Report. But 75% of the people came out on Drudge Report believe. 75% of citizens believe there will be violence. There will be violence. So we gotta, we're going to look out either tonight, tomorrow for sure, in the next few days. If you're out in the streets, guys, be very careful. We're, it's just very interesting times. And um, anyways, I appreciate you listening to the Alexander News Show. Catch the show on most podcast platforms. I thank you all for listening. Let's pray for the, for what, for the best. Thank you. Have a good one. Be back in a few days.